When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Travel Dive Podcast, man. This is the post-game version of the podcast. Washington is 1-0. 1-0, man. AJ and Dre is in here. I'm going to get AJ back into the into the fold in a second. Um, A, a crazy... Uh, I wouldn't even say crazy. Crazy is, a, is is just is not a it's not a way to describe this game. It was a very a frustrating yet fulfilling game for several reasons. Um, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the the, the floor to to Dre uh, and AJ. I see he's good now. So <laughs> okay, let me get Dre. Let me get AJ in here. My bad. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> Got me, got I mean, I, looking like like I'm about to rob somebody in Navy Yard or something. I look like a true Southeast goon, bro. I love it, man. You know what I'm saying? Doing your thing, bro. Waiting to get my hair retwisted. You feel me? Yeah, hey, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with ain't, ain't nothing wrong with a little cap, bro. Everybody, everybody got locks. Understand it, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Let's let's get this rolling, man. <laughs> All right, man. All right, fellas, man. How how y'all doing? Let's 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 check in with y'all, and then obviously. Um, your 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 uh quick quick thoughts on the on the game as we uh begin to dive into it. Well, I mean, you know, we got to win. You know, that's all you can ask for. Week one, all you know, it does feel like we were cheated a little bit because you expected a better performance coming out against the Cardinals this week. You know, you thought this would have been fired up. I mean, they obviously they came out in the first quarter, which was pretty good, man. But overall, man, I'm I'm trying to process how I feel. But at the end of the day, you got to be happy with a W, man. <laughs> Let me try to uh AJ, you got the floor in a second. Let me try to remember this because I, I do this on Twitter, but I want to do this for the game as well. So um, I mean for the game, for the show as well. So let's try to do this every single week. I'll try to remember it. But one sentence takeaway as well. Like I do this online. I want to get our one sentence takeaways to start the show as well. Uh AJ, uh, because 
um you're up next um that's your responsibility <laughs> you got the floor on the on the first one what's your your one sentence takeaway and then we'll spend we'll spend the block I think I'll go with uh, off the top of my head, emotional roller coaster, like the Vivian Green's song back in the day, R&B classic. I think it was an emotional roller coaster because you have all of these legends coming back for the first time in a very long time, uh, such as the RG3s, the Champ Bailey's, the Sonny Jurgensons. Uh, they might have even brought some people back from the dead today uh, to visit <laughs> the Legends Plaza. Um, you know, new ownership, the first game under the new uh, ownership group, uh, Eric B. Enemy's debut with Washington. But then at the same token, like the weather uh, of the game that we viewed was up and down. Um, you know, it was raining. It was sunny. It was raining. It was sunny again. Uh, I just think it was an emotional roller coaster because coming into this, a lot of the fan base believed that Washington is, is so much greater of a team than the Cardinals. But like I've been saying on, on social media and I said on our last show, like they, they ain't no slouches. You feel me? Um, I'm actually impressed by the job Jonathan Gannon did. Like he had his team locked in. Them boys was hitting. Even if you don't agree with the penalties. Uh, I mean, if you, you wanted ejections or you felt like they were playing reckless, whatever. Nah, them boys was out there hitting. They didn't care about the penalties per se. They wanted Washington to feel that they were there, that they were present. And they played like that the entire game, you know. Um, and, and you also got to factor in Dobbs literally literally just got to Arizona Friday in a sense. <laughs> you feel me? He got traded on, what, August 25th from the Browns to the Cardinals, and he's entrenched as their starting quarterback. So, I mean, that that's my, my one-liner. But uh, I guess, you know, as we – get deeper in the conversation i will we'll touch on different things uh you know how we viewed the game overall shout out to yak for checking in everybody man appreciate y'all checking in live if you listen on the podcast make sure you hit that follow button uh and and give us a little rating and review as well as we keep pushing forward on the youtube side man hit that follow uh that like button that subscribe button as well i appreciate you checking in yak <laughs> davis the five said relax give the offense five games before the crucifixion occurs um, I ain't gonna lie to you yet. Uh, so we have a we have we do have opinions on this offense. Uh, I, I think we all, based on our conversations throughout the day, AJ and Dre, we all have our criticisms of this offense. I'm sure they're gonna go different routes. Um, but we do have criticism of this offense. We can't just not we can't like ignore it, right? But I guess it depends on your level of crucifixion. Um, and what that looks like. At the end of the day, appreciate you checking in and supporting the, the, the YouTube channel, man, for sure. 100% supporting Trapper Dive. We always appreciate that, man. Al too said his one sentence takeaway is <laughs> run the ball. Um, Sean, longer since long sentence. Um, but no, I agree. I agree. In this, let me get my one sentence takeaway. Um, when there's a will, there's a way. Uh, and, and that defense, uh, wow, this actually it was not my intention to rhyme. So I'm gonna just <laughs> I'm gonna say it when there's a world, there's a way, but this this defense uh came to play today. Um, honestly, like I think when you hold a team to, to nine points throughout the entire game, it doesn't matter like how good or bad the defense, I mean, excuse me, opponent is. Um, you know, that was a very impressive way to 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 close out a team. Uh I think it was at one point I saw a graphic where they had in the second half allowed only 84 yards of total offense, um, forced two turnovers. Um, and I think 
Um, they ended up the second half with like three sacks on Josh Dobbs. Um, so that's my one sentence takeaway. I really liked what how they responded to 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 helping this this team out and, and noticing like this offense really ain't getting it done, but we can do better up front. And and they did just that. Uh I, I do agree with AJ. Now I, I am the one like I don't recklessness, like there's a difference between like playing fast and being reckless. And like they they could have honestly got um I forgot the, the the linebacker that hit hit Sam Howell off rip, but he could have got ejected for that bullshit. Like that was something where it's like you there's a difference, but they're they're playing fast and they're playing physical. And I think they really did try to set the tone. And I think they were successful with setting the tone. They won up front um for a good portion of the game. Actually, to be honest with you, they won up front throughout the entire game. Like I told you all, AJ and Dre, like I don't know if this we'll find out in a couple weeks if this offensive line for the Washington Commanders is as advertised in terms of poor or or be below average or we'll find out if this off uh this defensive front for the Arizona Cardinals are better than we anticipated um we'll find that out soon but I was really impressed by the Cardinals defense uh, and how they stood up but also uh I think there was some some other aspects of this offense uh that I think we can we can tap into uh, Dre, I want to give you the floor so we can close out the one sentence takeaways and just actually move on to the to the game I got one. Hey, what's, what's up with this man, Sean, dog? Like, you talk about Dre got a spider on his ceiling. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, that's some attention to detail, but I don't know what's going on. Uh, that's I'm funny. not at home, so whatever is on the ceiling, man, I can't control that, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I got one word, man, not one sentence, and it's exhausting. Because, you know, it was the build-up for this game. We were very excited, you know, to get out there, see what this new-look team, or at least this new, you know, I guess, direction we're going in with ownership. You know, we were so ready for this game. We thought this would be the game that we would come out fired up. Maybe we go out there, we win by a couple of scores. Then what does it turn into? It turns into the typical Washington drag-it-out game where you're fighting for your life to win the game. (laughs) So, you know, at the end of the day, Man, I'm just exhausted, man. Um, you know, but again, like I said, you got to be happy with the win, you know, regardless. You know, it's the NFL, man. Wins never really come too easy unless you're a really, really good team. Washington, you know, they haven't shown that they're that yet, you know, or anywhere close to that. So you just got to take the wins as you can get them, man. Like I said, I know we were all ready to come out here and kind of, you know, dominate the Cardinals. But shout out to them. Like uh, AJ said, Gannon had them boys ready, man. Like they didn't lay down. I know a lot of people expected them to kind of, you know, maybe people thought that they were tanking. You know, a lot of us did think they were tanking they weren't going to come out and play so hard but that wasn't the case man i mean they were playing you know early they were hitting like aj said but they were dirty that was pissing me off a little bit because some of those hits was unwarranted man but i mean that was them setting the tone i guess they wanted to come out there and let you know hey we're not sweet man and you know commanders had to buckle up man mike check aj can you hear me and Dre, because I, I know I, I I can hear you. I can't hear Dre no more. Okay, so all right, so let me get a uh, mic check, Dre. Let me see if you're still here. Right. In, it says on mute. It yeah, says right now you muted. Nothing. Like let me. Hello, buddies. Hello, buddies. <laughs> Hello, buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, buddies. All right, hey Dre, take take your time, big dog. Um, I think if anything, let's let's see if we can exit. If you can exit the studio and come back in and see if that'll work. Uh, let's go ahead and, and kick things off with um, because 
look, it, it could have been it could have been a frustrating day, but I think let's start with the, the positive. Let's start on the defense side of the football. Um, AJ, I, I think when you look at uh like from from start to finish, there was some moments where you kind of figured out like or you had a concern that maybe Josh Dobbs and this offense, like James Conner broke off a couple good runs, right? And and I think he was clearly one of the bigger factors to this defense. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, hold on, let me add Dre. Here we go. Okay. I think he was one of the bigger factors to to like keys to the to the game for this defense. And I think honestly, um, when you look at the grand scheme of things, he was probably their biggest threat. And it was for for Washington being able to win early, like on those first and second downs. Um, he really couldn't really get things going until they had that lead, that brief lead in the in the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, with the with the defense, I think that they they did a solid enough job. Uh, you probably would have wanted them to play the opposite of how the Cardinals defense played, a little bit more aggressive. Um, you know, I, I didn't really. Uh, I guess we focus on positive, but yeah, they did a good job. Montez Sweat. You know, he he had a good day. Uh, I think he had, like, maybe a sack or two. Sack and uh, a half. I think uh, two force fumbles. Oh, yeah, one. force fumble. Um, he definitely played good. Uh, overall, Deron Payne had a big day. Um, Jonathan Allen, he was able to get a sack, you know. Um, so I, I feel like they, they played productive enough. Um, Cam Curl was active in, in plays or whatever you would have liked to see him, uh, Butler, and even Forbes in that that last kind of drive, like he cut off his man. Uh, that should have been a pick. Like there were a couple they plays. They dropped a couple they, picks. Yeah, they should have had picks. But, I mean, we going to focus on the positive, supposedly. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, man, say what you want to say, what you want to say, bro. Like, I mean, if, if that's – if Oh, no. Nah, I mean, I, I, mean like, I mean, for me, defensively, I like, say, bro. I just – I just would have liked to see the play calling be more aggressive going against Joshua Dobbs. I feel like we did see a couple of blitzes from, from um, Jack Del Rio, but I want to see more aggressiveness. I want to see guys flying to the ball more. I want to see the linebackers, especially, you know, trying to make plays. Like, I mean, Cody Barton, like you stated, you know, throughout the preseason is still showing in the regular season uh, with him. Like, Jamin Davis, they put him in a pass cover situation, completely let his guy open on the sideline. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, defense played good. You know, they're going to have to step it up even more once they get against uh, better offensive weapons and uh, talent at, at that quarterback position. But, you know, we'll see uh, what, what happens throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, um, obviously the positives, man, was that damn second half. Like, I mean, because I was getting a little frustrated in the first half, even though, like Maul said, I mean, we, we didn't really allow a lot of points. But I still felt like the Cardinals, as AJ said, they played the way I wanted us to play in, as far as being aggressive and just flying around. But I felt like, you know, we was we weren't really dictating things early on in the defense. We were just kind of playing the bend but don't break defense. And then there were the drop picks. But again, that second half, those guys came out and they shut everything down for the Cardinals. Like, I think think once you took that 17-16 lead, I don't think we ever felt really threatened that the Cardinals could, you know, beat the defense at any point. You know, you had a, you, you, it was able to give you a little bit more confidence in the offense, knowing how the defense was playing. I mean, that front four really started making, you know, some impact plays. I mean, your, your main guys, Deron Payne, John Allen was making plays, and Montez Sweat just had a monster of a game. I mean, he probably gets the game ball of the day for the defense. 
Um, then, you know, you got Emmanuel Forbes, like I said, that play at the end of the game, man, I, I really thought he was going to get that pick, man. I mean, he broke on that ball perfectly, undercut it. I mean, he he, he looks like he's going to be ready, man. But I was a little um, – I was watching it a little bit to see, and I noticed they took him off the field a lot in the game. Um, they had – uh, St. Juice and Fuller as really the main corners. And I guess Forbes was mainly coming in on passing down. So that's something to kind of watch. But overall, like I said, you love how they responded in that second half, shutting that Cardinals unit down um, after that score that the Cardinals had. There was really no more threat in that game. Um, you know, but again, I wanted them to make Josh Dobbs a little bit more uncomfortable early. But you, like I said, you can't argue with the results. You can't be mad at what happened. You know, um, but again, overall, man, I thought it was, uh, like I said, you know, or like Maul said, it was a great uh, performance in that second half. And you got to, you know, take your head off to the defense, man, because they really stuck it through. And that's what really got us that W at the end of the day. Um, I think for me and the reason the reason why I guess I'm, I'm more so I'm more adamant about like. The the outcome and production during the game is, is because I, I mean, you got to remember, like Dobbs isn't anything to sweat at right like let's acknowledge that he i'm not ain't nobody losing sleep over josh dobbs but you're talking about a seven-year veteran he's going to have some type of experience in the nfl like he's seen over seven years he's seen several different concepts that you can run and and that you can prepare against right and and i'm not making excuses for i'm not even making excuses like i'm i'm more so just pointing out the fact that i, I think when you look at uh drives in in a uh a dr- per drive basis, you're going to have moments where your defense uh, uh, is going to give up some yards here and there. And and I think when it comes to the commander's defense, like you got to remember, there was a point in time where we're going to get to the offensive side of the football and, and like those miscues and mistakes and uh, uh, coaching decisions and uh, actual individual uh, individual performances. But you got to remember at one point, the defense forced four straight punts Um and in maybe like three, three and outs, if I'm not mistaken, if if not, like they got one, they allowed one first down and then got got the Cardinals off the field, like and on four straight drives and, and the offense didn't help them at all. And this was in the midst of them turning the ball over two straight times. And I think it would have been a third time in a row if that interception wasn't caught uh, by the defender when when he when he he misfired to Terry or something like that um, over the middle. But my point is, like the ebbs and flows of a game you're going to have an offense especially with, with an experienced quarterback to some degree and Dobbs he's going to have some opportunities where he moves the football the the goal is to get them off the field and and I think that's that was the the bottom line for me when I looked at it can you get these guys off the field um did you have opportunities to create uh turnovers they did they dropped several of them um and, and I think that's the thing where we look at this and say we could have had more turnovers and I think when they look at the tape defensively uh, in the coach's room, you're going to see the fact that they're talking about the same thing that we're talking about right now. We we played good, but we could have done much better because we had several opportunities. Cam Curl dropped the interception. Um, Emmanuel Forbes dropped the interception at the end. Uh, and who was the other one that I'm thinking of that, that dropped the pick as well? Percy Butler. Percy Butler dropped the interception. So that's kind of where I'm like, I'm looking at these things and I'm saying they played a good game uh, and they, they played honestly a, a really good game but it could have been a great game if, if they closed on those turnovers. Um, but obviously, I, I mean, I get the floor to y'all, but I think the biggest thing as we transition uh, to the other side of the football um, is the trenches up there. So I'll get the floor. If we got any last thoughts on the defense, we can kind of spin the block and, and go to offense. 
Yeah, Ma, I was just going to say for the defense, for me, and I guess it's the expectation that we, we have much higher expectations for this defense. Like we've seen a good defense over the years, even though we had some slow starts, but at the end of the day, when you look at the numbers, it's been a good defense, but it's time now we're expecting them to be a great defense. You know, I mean, you look at the defense, yeah. one of the best defensive lines of football, supposedly um, you, you boasted the secondary, you went out and drafted Emmanuel Forbes, Aquan Martin, because you want to turn the ball over. And then, you know, you're expecting more of this. And I guess the contrast for me was, yeah, we weren't doing bad, but, I was watching the Cardinals force turnovers and get all of these uh, sacks on Sam Howell. And I'm like, that's kind of what I'm expecting out of this defense. Not to say our defense is out there playing piss poor, but you just kind of expect more out of those guys just because that is supposed to be your high end unit. But again, I mean, the second half, man, you got to give it to them because they came the second half. They played exactly how I expected them to play in a sense. Like they didn't, they weren't just good in the second half. They were great in the second half. And you're right. Like throughout the ebbs and flows of the game, you're not going to get great play the whole time. You're going to give up some yards. You're going to give up plays here and there. But you just kind of want to see what you expect the defense that's supposed to be taking this step into that top five against a unit like the Cardinals, but a you know, quarterback like Josh Dobbs and then the rest of the guys is kind of inexperienced. They don't really have any star players on offense. So you just kind of expected them to dominate those guys a little bit more like they did in the second half, which they did. So, I mean, that's that was just the only thing. You just expect more out of this defense. But you're right. I mean, overall, it was a good performance, even, you know, in the first half. Like you said, they forced a lot of punts in the first half. You know, they were getting off the field for the most part. But now we got to start closing on these turnovers. we got to start being that team that forces these turnovers. Like, I mean, we did it in the second half, but – Guys are dropping picks out there, man. We dropped three picks today. You know, that's that's big, and that, that changes the whole impact of the game when you when you look back on it. So they're going to still have to capitalize on, on those, um, you know, plays. Any thoughts, AJ, or are we going to O? Man, let's get to this O. Let's get to this hey, offense. Let's, let's <laughs> do it. Um, You haven't had to worry yet. I, I just spoke. Dre just spoke. Um, I, I think uh, biggest problem – in today's debut for the Washington Commanders on the offense side of football, let's let's go there and and then unpack. Uh, I think I think the biggest problem. Uh, can y'all hear me? Just to make yeah, sure. Yeah, you good. I hear good. anything in my AirPod anymore? But I think the the biggest problem uh, with the offense today, honestly, was you could see that Sam Howe struggled with the difference of the game speed from preseason to regular season. Like he wasn't he wasn't necessarily processing things fast enough for me for my liking. Uh, you could tell that he was he was overthinking it at times. He was holding on to the ball, or he wasn't stepping up in the pocket. He was just pretty much like stagnant, almost a statue in some sense in, in the pocket, which allowed him to get sacked. Uh, the offensive line isn't the greatest, but there's a combination, like Drake said, combination. <laughs> <laughs> There's a combination of reasons combination. Why, why, the, why the Cardinals had six. I, I want to say they finished off with six. Yeah, six X, six X on the same. Which is which is insane because not one person can name a human being on their front. Like you can't name one person on their front, and they playing the three four. Like not really supposed to be getting that type of sack production out of that with, without elite players as your pass rushers. But it's more so like, yeah, the offensive line just has to also do a better job. But Sam Howe has to be a, a bit better with processing the game and what's in front of him. Um, that That's one of my major takeaways. I didn't have an issue with, I guess some people would say, the lack of the lack of running the ball. I feel like Eric Bieniemy 
isn't truly a fan of his running back room. Some will disagree. But, I 100% disagree, but, bro. Yeah, but I mean, in, in the first half, when you're giving guys the ball and they run it for one, two yards, do you really want to keep running the ball? Like, they, the, the best the best run in the first half came from Curtis Samuel, and we're going to keep it a buck. Like, he had one carrier for six yards, whereas, like, B-Rob, off the top of my head, he had nine carries for 13 yards. Antonio Gibson had three for, like, four yards. It was Sam- 10 first head, 10 first head carries. Um Gibson, Gibson finished, yeah. Gibson finished with three carries for nine yards, though. Um, but Andy honestly, fumbled. bro, yeah, and the fumble. Sorry, uh, that's important. Yeah, now, I think a hundred percent very important, very important context. And and honestly, before we move forward, I, I do think when when it comes to six sacks in a game, bro, there are so many different elements that, that goes into a person or to a to a team allowing six sacks like we lived this last year with Carson Wentz when he had nine sacks against the uh against the Philadelphia Eagles all nine weren't on Carson um and and I think this is the same thing like the last two sacks I think for on Sam Howell uh one was a a, a play action I believe or maybe Brian Robinson coming out of the, the backfield and steps on Sadiq Charles he ends up getting bull rushed um and then Nick Gates in a slide protection a three by two where uh Schlereth broke it down better than I can, but um he Sadiq goes to help out his left tackle and Nick Gates is in a no man's land. Ultimately that three tech ends up pushing and penetrating the pocket. Sam Howe gets sacked almost instantaneously, like within a three second time period. Um, those are the last two sacks. The other four, I would have to recall everything, but I do know like the biggest thing that you can allow uh, in in terms of Sam Howe, you can't allow yourself to to be so reckless with the the football in your hand, which contributes to a sack fumble, which is ultimately the bottom line. Like you can't allow that to happen. Um, the pressure did get there really quickly, but it's on you at that point to protect the football. And Andrew Wiley getting beat. Matter of fact, that brings my memory. Andrew Wiley gets beat on a on a on an inside move, and and that's that's three of the six sacks that contributes to this. And what is what is my point of like just bringing this all up? I ultimately think like um, there's so many different avenues. Like uh, the big the bigger thing is probably to to AJ's point. Um, I agree with that. Sam was was slow uh, pro- slow in processing some things. He almost got picked off like four times a day. Bruh, he should have had and, and, he should have had crazy and, amount of picks because they were sitting. They legit were sitting on every single route short because of that. Like. They knew he wasn't processing the rest of the field, and and that's and that's ultimately where I'm like, if there's anything to 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 kind of identify, it's the offensive line having its issues against this Arizona front that, to AJ's point, is relatively unknown. Um, and then you have Sam Howell, who is contributing to the hint. Now, let's acknowledge, AG fumbled in the, the in, uh, in the red zone. Logan Thomas dropped two passes that were very catchable for him, but also drive killers. Um, then we have John Bates, who is flagged for two holdings. No, excuse me, uh, offensive pass interference, and then a holding um, while he's on the field on offense. Uh, drive killers, man. And, and I think there was another hold. I think Andrew Wiley had a holding as well. And I think Sadiq Charles, which was a BS hold. I didn't think that was a holding. But, like, these drive killers, what am I missing? Um, we talked about, oh, the, the interception, which is hard. Honestly, that's actually crazy. The one interception that Sam Howe, or the, the one interception that he threw, like it was a tip pass. 
<laughs> like I can't even like you can't even get mad at that one, but you can you can point the other ones that should have been picks. So like I think there's several different factors for why this offense was really struggling today. When you look at the front, the offensive line, and you look at um uh uh Sam Howell, those are two two issues that are separate but also intertwined in a sense. Uh Dre, I want to give you the floor because you haven't spoke yet on the offense, like your biggest your biggest issue uh, of the day. I mean, yeah, it was a couple of different issues. I mean, I hate to, you know, single one person out. I mean, because it's, you know, the, especially the new guys like Eric Bieniemy. but I thought Eric Bieniemy could have been better. You know, I know AJ says that, you know, Eric Bieniemy doesn't like the running backs, but if you, to your point, AJ, if that's the case, but he's watching Sam Howell go out there and struggle to process the field, as you say, then you have to try another option because he wasn't even trying to establish the run in this game for the most part, like until later in the game. And that's when, you know, we started to pretty much take over the game. I, I didn't didn't think he did Sam Howell a lot of favors by dropping him back damn near every possession. It seemed like, you know, Eric Bieniemy had an attack in mind, and I think he wanted to come out and he wanted to establish an identity of a high passing attack, but it just didn't look like Sam Howell was ready to take on that responsibility in this game, and that's when you get those running backs going. And Brad Robinson is the type of running back. He may not be a star in this league, but he usually gets better with the more carries he gets in a game, and it's hard to kind of set the tone when you're not really give, giving those guys the opportunity to do so. So I thought Eric Bieniemy, um, you know, he could have called a better game, but against game one, you hope, you know, that guys are going to get better as the season goes on. I mean, you know, he's still dealing with a new team and all, so I'm not going to be too hard on him. I'm not upset about it or anything. I just noticed that has been an issue in the game. I thought he could have did more favors for the offense, you know, especially when Sam started taking a lot of those sacks. He was starting to get beat up in the game. You know, we were still just dropping him back to pass the ball. You know, at some point you got to get those guys involved. I mean, Sam, uh, <laughs> you know, Sam had a up and down day. I mean, you know, you see, he looked like a rookie quarterback in a sense i mean this is what you expect i think a lot of people kind of expect the sam to kind of go out there and light the world on fire i mean we didn't see that today he, he just looked like a guy that was inexperienced in this league i mean as you've seen there were bad decisions i mean there, there were some plays that could have went really awful and there were some plays that went real awful but then there were some plays where he was like oh you know he bounced back and he didn't show that he was too flattered or too flustered so but again, you know, you hope these guys get better as the season goes on. Um, you know, Eric Bieniemy with Sam Howell, as he learns his team and he learns what they can do more of, maybe he'll start to adjust the game plan and help guys out. And as that goes on, then maybe you can start passing the ball a little, little more once Sam Howell gets comfortable. But again, I thought Eric Bieniemy, um, he, he he could have had a better day. I'm sure he will have better days, you know, but that was one of my biggest concerns of the day. Now, I, I will say I don't. I, I know we were chatting in between the game. I don't like how they finish off the game offensively. And I know that's not Eric Bieniemy with those conservative play calls. I know that's Ron Rivera and Ron has to trust Eric Bieniemy in those situations because AJ, you like, stop. nah, I, I know that wasn't Eric Bieniemy that, that ran the ball three times down there when they could have possibly scored because we see, we seen it at the end of the half, like how they got the field goal. Like they drove the ball down with what maybe one timeout to their uh, to their disposal. That's an aggressive approach. That that is what Eric Bieniemy is about. Like I feel like they should have been more aggressive towards the end of the game and, and tried to score a touchdown. In my my opinion, versus going up four, I'd rather go go up way more than that. But I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, I, I guess we we got different opinions when it comes to Eric Bieniemy. I felt like. It was a okay play calling game. It's just at the end of the day, he's dealing with a lot at one time. Like you don't you don't have an elite tight end. 
Um, and there were opportunities for him, but he's not, he's also not very used to being a strong, a strong catcher. Like when that contact was coming, he was getting thrown off his catch. Um, you don't have, uh, Logan Thomas. Continue. Hey man, I I know you want to see Cole Turner. Hey, start playing him a little bit more. Because I was say, look, the one, the one, the one target he had, come on, bro. Well, he had two targets, but the 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 one catchable target, motherfucker, went up and got that jump, bro. But continue. Yeah, man, I I I just want to see, I just want to see them be better. I want to see how Sam adapts to the speed because it's not it's not slowing down. This is their weakest opponent on their schedule. You know, they go up next week against Denver and their their defense and their defensive coordinator. Then after that, you got Buffalo and you got Dallas. Like, it's not going to slow down. So you just want to see how, how they play overall. I, I, I can't really be too hard on Andrew Wally. I know I know who he is. You feel me? He's mid. Hell nah. No, he's mid. Nah. I mean, look, we, you can say you can say and I don't disagree with like, yeah, we know who he is. But at the end of the day, um, when we look at the bigger picture, like this offense can't be, again, one game. But this offense can't be successful if they continue to have like multiple weak links on the offensive line. I only have one thing to say about like this whole conversation, though. Um, Al too was right. I'm not. I'm not chasing any any lost opportunities to, to score points towards the end of the game when we've seen how the the, the game flow went. Um, you're not protecting Sam Howell, uh, whether you're not protecting Sam Howell from your offensive line standpoint, Sam Howell isn't getting the ball out quick enough on occasions. Right. Um, and then you're, you're looking at the one instance, for example, when, when they, they ran the sprint out and after B-Rob was toting and, and they, they started to find that rhythm on the, the ground game. Um, and you run that sprint out with, with no play action, uh, essentially, or a light, a light play action. Uh, that that really didn't influence the defense at all. He's forced to throw it away. Um, I just think ultimately, bro, when you're up, uh, when you have that lead and you're in plus territory and you know that your defense ain't giving up shit, like I'm not sitting here like worried about like deep shots, play action, attack on the second and third levels. Like I'm not even worried about that. I'm worried about just getting out of here with the dubs so we can move on. Like Eric Benemy said it best before the game started. Oh, sorry. What's today? Sunday. He said it like Wednesday or Thursday. Whenever his pressure is, he said, look, man, we're just trying to find a way to survive each week together and move forward to the next week. And and I think that's ultimately um, what could have happened, what should have happened. Um, I, I think that's what did happen when you went 20 to 16 against a, a perceived terrible team. Um, so so that's kind of where I'm at, bro. I, I'm not I'm not chasing points um, and risking injury. In the sense of like your quarterback being a <laughs> being a sitting duck back there, which he he does escape the pocket, but even still, injury from that aspect, a turnover from your quarterback, whether it's a fumble or an unforced error in in terms of a pass, just just move the ball, get 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 a, get a ball to your boy B Rob, man. Um, Antonio Gibson, I don't know what you can do moving forward. It is one fumble, but it's not a good impression on Eric Bieniemy in your in your first official game uh, with him at your OC. That boy will never get another carry in between the tackles again. <laughs> and you, you didn't see him get another carry after that. Like, you seen him in the screen game, but yeah. outside of that, because it's not even just the enemy. Like, that's that's his first fumble, uh, fumble under the enemy. 
But yeah. under Ron Rivera, they didn't seen it. <laughs> they didn't seen it times. two years ago. Uh, yeah, some people say, oh, he only had one fumble last year. Well, that's because they took away his damn carries. <laughs> and they took away the way that, that they used them in run in the run game. Like, they, they had them run outside more so than inside in, in traffic. And you can't be giving up the ball in the red zone. Like, we've seen this happen against the Chargers two years ago. I mean – Al too, you're not you're not wrong. It was a hell of a pl- play by the uh the, the the um the Cardinals player, but uh I, I think that the main thing and and coaches would tell you this too, and, and I, I'm sure that like you got to think like the preseason game from last year. If you think about uh Antonio Gibson when he fumbled against the the Panthers, uh we broke that down to infinity. Like there's a way like you they they know how to protect the football when they're wearing angles like that, and it's not on us to know. But the players know they need to protect the ball at all costs. So he exposed the football for it to be punched out. It was like it was he could have plucked it. You talk you talking about Sam Howe? No, nah, um Al Two was mentioning no. how the, the the player, the Cardinals defender, punched the ball out on Antonio Gibson as he was going down. Um, but I'm saying like there's there's just ways like you you gotta protect the football. Uh that's not really hey, a, an we, excuse. It we, was a hell of a we, play, but you gotta you gotta be you can't expose the football like that. Hey man, we gonna call it how it is on this side. On trap and dive side, we gonna call it how it is. Ain't nobody about to sugarcoat anything, coddle anyone. Like it is what it is. Like, and you are who you are. He's known for fumbling the ball. You can't run in between the tackles. One, because the lack of vision, as we seen him have a whole lane to cut to. He ran into his guard, like ran into the back of his guard. And he has a fumbling issue. He doesn't know how to secure the ball. It is what it is. Like, you, so you Chase give him, Young, you give him carries, he's going to fumble the ball, possibly. That's all you about to talk. So go ahead. You got the floor. No, I was just going to say, he's really just paving the way for Chris Rodriguez to get that opportunity. I mean, as AJ said, I mean, this might be his first fumble under Eric Bienemy. I mean, but the rest of the, you know, coaching staff, they've seen this side of the guy. And as we know, if this is his first impression on Eric Bieniemy and what was was reported on the offseason that Chris Rodriguez was Eric Bieniemy's guy, he's going to start taking those carries, man. And, uh, you know, I don't know how they're going to use AG going forward, but I'm with AJ. You can't use him in between the tackles, man. You're going to have to start getting him out of space. And that was one of the things that I kind of was disappointed in Eric Bieniemy throughout the game because I didn't see a lot of creativity in trying to get these guys the ball, like the playmakers, in a sense. Like, you know, even with Curtis Samuel, I thought maybe he should have got more of his little gadget plays you know going they didn't get a lot of that stuff going today i mean maybe we'll see more of that going forward but i, just, I wonder if it was weather related honestly because it looked it looked a mess like on like aj described on and off but when it, but when it rained it fucking rained right right so i mean that could have had something to do with it but again man ag man it's it's <laughs> the time is coming man like you can't putting the ball on the floor he's doing man and i mean it was it was hurt you know that that was they were on the verge of scoring who knows what happens if you score on that draft but that's the type of stuff that happens when you put the ball in the ground and he's known for doing that yeah um i was gonna go chase young route not about him in this game but more so like how many more weeks do we have to wait but i think they said like two or three more weeks um i, I more so think like defensively uh, they can they they can definitely use some help on the outside to to help go along with Montez and I don't know if Montez really just took advantage of uh uh uh, uh Arizona Cardinals offensive line or or more so um like he's actually going to be on one this year in terms of just closing out plays but um that's just a, a larger thought that we can have later in the week um honestly 
when it comes to, to, to this week one game, uh, I don't have uh, any other matter of fact, let me double check, but I don't have any other angles where it, it is concerns or, or strengths. I honestly think that this game against the Cardinals um, isn't going to be uh, an indication of anything moving forward, if that makes sense. Like, I think that what you saw from the offensive side of the football is that they are still developing. Um, I don't know how, like that offensive line and, and the six sacks that they allowed, uh, there were several different uh, reasons for that happening. So like, is Sam Howe uh, going to be able to improve from his mistakes, which is like, he had, he started off, he started off fast, but then had some, some inaccurate throws after he started getting hit a little bit. Um, and, and, and that kind of hurt the offense. Uh, you had some receivers who had some, some bad drops. Um, and then uh, some penalties, like, untimely penalties so i don't know if that's going to be a continuation moving forward you got to wait and see like how things stabilize as we as we move forward to denver and then buffalo uh, and philadelphia respectfully for those next three games um but then defensively we don't know yet either uh i'm still at a big i don't know for either side of the football i do like one thing and i'll close out on my side with this that boy jameson crowder on special team bro I don't even want to see Dax Mill no more. I don't care how old Jameson Crowder is. I don't need to see Dax Mill no more, bro. Like, even with the mistake that he took, filled the ball. Uh, I think his it was his last last punt return. He took he filled the ball. Um, and, and like as soon as he fielded it, he got hit immediately. But he bounced off and was able to make something out of nothing. Like that wasn't the smartest decision, but he at least recovered and and got it back to decent field position on that one punt return. Uh, but ultimately finished the day with uh we had. What was it? Why does he? What in the world? He said it says he has three punt returns for ten yards. He had a, he had a big he had a I don't you know what I'm gonna leave it alone. But his his stats say three returns for ten yards. So I actually I actually don't know his true numbers. I I, I wonder if it was a flag on one of them. Um. Anyway, moving forward, I did like Jamison Crowder. Yeah, I guess for me, my closing thoughts, man, uh, Montez Sweat again. I mean, this is a guy, you know, I've been kind of hard on him, and we all have been kind of hard on him because, you know, we expect more of him. Uh, again, we had the conversation last week about, you know, the difference between him and Chase Young, but we still had high expectations for Montez, and the thing is he wasn't getting home, but he made big plays today, man. I mean, he's a big reason why they won this game today. I mean, you keep on putting up performances like this, you're going to start talking about paying him at the end of the season, you know. So Montez Sweat, man, shout out to him, man, game ball. Yes, I'm going to close on my side, too. Game ball, Montez, but I forgot about that. That's my MVP um, for today's game. AJ, you got the floor. Um, I mean, I guess you you won a game that you should have won. It shouldn't have been as close. Uh, I think the, the team could play more discipline. Uh, but I feel like just across the league overall, like pretty much guys that had new starting quarterbacks or new offenses, they all kind of played slow today. They all had, you know, hiccups in their game. Um, I think how I want to finish this conversation on my end is Ron Rivera and company, let Chase Young play. Like, there's nothing that you can do throughout the week to manage the contact and practice that will replicate a game. If it's going to happen, let it happen in the game. I mean, I mean, the cause chaos with him not playing after saying – we're just waiting on him to be cleared by the doctor. It's insane to me. After he got cleared by the doctor, you then downgrade him to out. It's like, I don't really know what's going on there. 
Um, you know, John Kahn posted his article. He kind of got attacked and or blitzed <laughs> by some people in the fan base, whatever the case is. But let that man play, like, because the rotation outside of, of the opposite side of Sweat was non-existent pretty much all game. Like, James Smith-Williams didn't do anything. Tuhill didn't do anything. Andre Jones didn't do anything. Um, yeah, I want to see Chase on the field. Like, I don't think this, – this is strictly an issue with Ron Rivera and company. Chase wants to play. He's been cleared to play. Um, I just want to see him out on the field. And I would be also interested when we we come back and do the show, how many snaps did their second round pick Quan Martin play today? Oh, uh, he actually, he actually, no, he actually got evaluated on offense. Uh, for, I mean, on defense. No, I'm saying he got evaluated for concussion. No, he got evaluated for a concussion. So I, I think he, he, I don't know when he went oh, out, really? but he went out. Yeah, yeah, he went out for a concussion. Um, no, I so yeah, I, I'm about to say, I don't know when it happened, but that's that's what happened. Um, with it, it, it had to have happened on special teams because it damn sure ain't happened on defense. <laughs> Hey man, um, <laughs> listen, appreciate everybody who's checked into this point. Um, make sure you hit that like button, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Kuno, I see you. Our D line was good at shutting down the Arizona screen, da- screen game. Uh, the Chase Young saga is a mess. Kenny said he agrees with AJ. Um, Kenny, I believe this is your first first time ever agreeing with AJ. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I appreciate somebody agreeing with AJ. Uh, once, once a show, uh, as long as, <laughs> as long as we get there, man, I think we're in good hey. shape. Oh. Hey, AJ, AJ, AJ doesn't even care. Kuno said, "Game ball is trust way as always." That, we got to change that. That that is, I don't, I don't blame game ball code, but we got to start. We got to play better because trust way being getting game balls is ridiculous. Um, all right, schedule wise, we'll be back Tuesday. Um, finishing out uh the, the week one stuff before we move on to week two uh, on Thursday. And get ready for the Denver Broncos again. Appreciate everybody who tuned in to this day, man. Enjoy y'all Sunday. The rest of y'all Sunday, man. It's still football long, bro. So we out of here. Uh, y'all take it easy. Uh, so look, Drake couldn't even wait, bro. He couldn't even wait for us to close out. He said he's going back to football, bro. He was trying um, but to yeah, get y'all be easy to get that easy spider on the ceiling, like uh, <laughs> like whoever that was said earlier. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, hopefully you get it, bro. Don't get hurt in that in that room, Drake. But, um, yeah, y'all be safe, man. Damn, set, huh? Watch him throw the ball. We gon' pick it off. You gon' let him hit the hole, or you gon' cut it off. You gon' play through fourth and long, or you gon' punt it off. Your defenders have you hit us, put your pads in. Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in. Keep the helmet on, keep the cleats tight. You the type to want to win by any means, right? You should look alive. This is trap or die. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.